Dad. Yes. Can you come up? Okay. We want you to say something on mic. On mic. All right. Well, you know, I sometimes listen to none taken, but very seldom. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> Do you have any headlines about Texas seceding? No. Don't you feel like like a week ago? That was like, oh shit, we need to hurry up and do a new episode. Texas is gonna I do yeah there's gonna be a civil yeah. war. That was like did it even make it through a news cycle? I don't think it did. Wow. You know why? I heard why. Well, I mean I don't know why. I mean I'm asking you. I heard a uh news commentator talking about it and essentially what he said is like is it even possible to secede that's like, without <laughs> violence like oh sure sure i mean there's that yeah right but because like how i mean so they'd have to pay us essentially if they wanted to do that right because mm-hmm. we're not going to let just let them take our shit and and walk mm-hmm. so that's never going to happen um yeah <laughs> I mean, you know I, I mean? I, I, yeah, sure. I mean, also you can, yeah. before that, there's the fact that that's like 40 electoral votes. Yeah, there's um, also that. There's also that. There's all the House and Senate members and the Ted Cruz's of the world. Oh, oh, yeah. Nobody in Texas would get Social Security and Medicare anymore. Um, Go fuck yourself. Ted the Cruz. definition of United States also seems to get in the way. <laughs> there's, there. there's a few things there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there's, it's kind of, you know what they call that in Texas? What do they call that? that? Was, that's called all hat and no cattle. All hat. Okay, so you're a cowboy in name only. That's, you're a kino. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, we've already started recording the show. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, kino. Wow, that might be the earliest show title. We'll see. Good work. Cowboy in name only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not going to talk about it other than right now. So I guess yeah. this won't probably be in the show. Okay. Yeah. It can be the preamble. It's yeah, so it definitely is. Yeah. Dude, me and my sister had sushi last night. And we Did you stuff one of them hard. in a jelly donut? We, yeah. <laughs> we went way too hard on the ordering because it was just two of us. Yeah. We, yeah. I always do that with sushi. No, you, yeah, like, you got to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 You have to feel bad. <clears throat> yeah. You have to eat sushi till you hate yourself, which, right. yeah, it doesn't feel like you're ever gonna when you're ordering it. You know? Right, right. Like, I'll just yeah, be like, a little ah, full. Yeah. We need we need four four rolls yeah. and some nigiri, like the whole thing. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to say that anymore, but um, <laughs> I'm gonna write that as I was saying, I was like, fuck, this is gonna get isolated. Nine minutes, um, <laughs> fifteen seconds. Oh, how how do you spell that word, Alan? N I G I. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. <laughs> uh, and nine minutes thirty-five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Um, I think I just have a I mean, shit. Are you ready to do a show? Yeah, man, I'm ready. Oh, just been fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to find out. All right, so uh, I just got a, a quick question to start the show with. Mm, do tell. Um, whoever smelt it, dealt it. Do you remember this phrase when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Context. So if you the person who calls out that somebody farted is usually the person that actually farted. Right? Yeah, That's the whoever, whoever smelt yeah. it, dealt it. Is that the original yeah. gaslighting? <laughs> Y'all let me in this damn house. Should we hit record? Yeah, one, two, three. <laughs> nice. All right, you ready? Sometimes <laughs> I am ready. Sometimes I'm really proud of these. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Are you recording? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, well, you want to start a show? Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. I got 
No offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. Headlines Roundup Edition of Not Taken, where every week my good friend Alan wrangles up the headlines and we talk them at you, because I listen to 13 hours of podcasts a day and Alan watches three hours of cable news, so you don't have to! And now, get ready to take the sledgehammer to the Culture War Echo Chambers. Oh, here we go. But first... It's Friday, and I lost the sheet where the sound is. (laughs) So, another Friday is upon us. What'll you be doing, Smithers? Something gay, no doubt. What? What? You know, lighthearted, fancy-free. Mothers, lock up your daughters. Smithers is on the town. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, sir. Fagatoga. Oh, what's that doing there? Sorry about that. Uh, Head on over to uh, FungibleNuntakens.com. That's the merch store where you can get a sweater like this. Or a glass like this. Uh, Yeah, hoodie like this. Oh, by the way, Alan, I've been meaning to ask you. I think our our hoodie selection should include the new logo that uh, Mima made where Mm -hmm. the dick says podcast. But I think that we should sell this logo on the regular hoodies and the premium hoodies have the dick logo. Oh, you got to pay more for the D. Sure. That makes makes perfect sense. Yeah, so we'll do that. Um, (laughs) That way people know it's a podcast, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it. And, oh, can, can, I like it when you do the other plugs. <laughs> Slickitsdigital.com for all your SEO and marketing needs. Support the people that support us. Slickitsdigital.com. Trumpgags.com for our Patreon. We got the video on there unedited for the show. Bunch of pre-roll um, that we did. You guys can yeah. get down on that. And we're looking forward to doing some cooler stuff over there. We're going to have some uh, special premium episodes that will only be available to premium yeah. members. Uh, so, yeah, get on it. Get I, on com. I've been meaning to tell you. So I know I texted you about having some of the folks from the Patreon or yeah. the guys in like the inner circle uh, coming on, and we'll do some one-on-ones with them. Uh, we yeah. need to schedule the first one. I've got a name, but I'll save it. Uh, you know who okay. you are, buddy. Um, and then I was also thinking, I have this list where every time I'm like, hey, the show's too long, and I move uh, I move things from how about that onto... Like another. a headline that's yeah, ever yeah. kind of... Right, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I think once that gets too full, we'll just purge that, and we'll do a bonus show on the uh, on the Patreon. Oh, I like right? it. I like yeah. it. And then if we need like a day off or something, we could probably use it as a... Uh, oh, yeah. We could take it off the Patreon and give it to the plebs. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. They, they like absolutely. that, right? People like being referred to as... <laughs> Probably not. So I didn't call them proles. So you know, there's that. <laughs> yeah. I saw proles written down not in 1984 for the first time in somebody's post the other day. I was like, hold on, do leftists say proles? Like, I, I like it took me a second reading 84 to be like prole. Oh, proletariat. proletariat. I get it. Yeah. But yeah. I, do people write that? And I just, I've I, never seen it I, recently. I, I mean, I, me and you grew up hanging out with all the anarchists and ne'er do wells. Right. Like, we <laughs> sure. didn't. I, I get it. But, I don't remember people saying proles. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, we knew what it was, I guess, but. That was from the context. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man, I've had a great week, man. My um, So my mom and dad and sister uh, came down on 
Tuesday afternoon evening and I, t- I took them out and I may have gone a little too hard with my parents. <laughs> Your dad can drink. Is that what you're referring to? He can, he can drink, yes. However, he's not as young as he used to be. Neither am I. But sure. Uh, so I went to Army with them and then we went to. No, no, no. Uh, Air Force. Your brother's Air Force. No, he's, he's Army, actually. Oh, fuck. Sorry, dude. <laughs> we went to Armistice, the brewery. Okay. And then we went, uh, we had dinner, I don't remember where, and we went to Hotsy Totsy after that. Uh, and yeah, it was fun getting my parents down the stairs into my little one. <laughs> I'm going to say that. Uh, and then Wednesday we went out for breakfast and then my mom was like, uh, can we just like go back to your place and watch movies for a while? And I was nice. like, yes, that's, that's a good Hell call. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. It's about so quality time, you know? Right, right, right. Had a great time. And then, um, me and my sister, like I said, went out for sushi last night. Uh, just us, you know, the old folks wanted to stay home. Uh, so we had a great time out there. And then today, my brother's graduation, he's now a sergeant Fuck in yeah. the U.S. Army Reserve. Uh, that was fun. I didn't expect, like, all the – I I mean, it was a ceremony. I knew there was going to be some mm-hmm. stuff. But they had to, like, recite this whole, like, NCO pledge thing. <laughs> and then when it was over, they, like, all marched out, like, you know, perfect, like, Army would. Uh-huh. Uh, and they were – there was a guy doing, like, a chant, you know, like, one, two, three, four, but whatever, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and I then declare they would, a thumb like, war. Yeah, yeah, and they, and then they would, you know, call it back. Uh, so it was fun, man. It was really cool seeing my brother graduate. Um, he's doing great, and he's gonna keep moving forward uh, in that uh, role. So, but yeah, he is now a non-commissioned officer officially. And that's great. That's he's a sergeant. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Good Very stuff. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I don't know where the sheet is. I'm literally lost. Oh, so, oh there we are. <laughs> Do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Uh, EU leaders agreed to a $54 billion aid package for Ukraine about an hour into an EU summit today. After Oh, because they got Hungary out of it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, no, no, Hungary's still there, okay. uh, but they're they're on thin ice, my friend. Oh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Prime, Prime Minister Viktor Orban lifted his veto. Um, I guess they... They threatened to cut off aid. And the way I've heard that sold was nobody talked about context. They're like, the EU hates Hungary so much. They're threatening to cut off aid. I mean, that's really dangerous. It's like, it's a dictatorship there. Like, he's yeah. the last dictator of Europe. Like, yeah. Yeah. do you not know context? Like, don't don't share half a story. Like, <laughs> Right, so. right. So I guess most of the aid is going to humanitarian relief as opposed to, like, weapons systems. Um, because their economy has just been in the shambles since this war began. Um, their, you know, their government is costing more than they're taking in as a tax base. Uh, so this is essentially to prop up that government and allow their economy to continue moving forward. Um, now, U.S. funds are still tied up. Um, so we'll see where that moves. Although there does seem to be some movement there as well. Do you have do you want to talk about that uh, story with Zelensky versus generals now or just keep it for the other news? I do have another news, although if you want to, I mean, I'm, I'm okay if you want to put it here. Uh, we, it, I think it fits. Okay. Yeah, let me go down right. there. Let me go down there. Uh, or is it, since this is a Zelushny, I, I think you nailed it. Yeah. Name. I mean, I went to type it and it's not, not right. There's Z's instead of G's. <laughs> uh, I just tried to vape my pen. So I'm going to just listen to you for a minute. <laughs> so they're, so they haven't had elections. They're, is scheduled to be an election this year, but he's like, no, it's Martian law and we don't have uh, elections. Martial law, not Martian. (laughs) All right. And, 
and, and you know, popularity wise, Zaluzhny is more popular in a yes. lot of polls than he is. Yeah, and there's been a lot of conflict between the well, two. Well, he said that, out loud that, or it leaked that he was like, you know, the the counteroffensive is not working and you know it's a stalemate. And Zelensky's like, I don't want to send that message. I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, I'm the Ronald Reagan of this shit. Like, it's all about messaging. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. You read it. All I saw. So Zelensky to oust Ukraine's top general amid tension over new mobilization. That's the headline from the Washington Post. Um, and yeah, as you said, so there's been a lot of tension between Zeluzhny and Zelensky. Um, and I mean, Zelensky was a very popular figure. He still is. He's just not of, as popular. Yeah, at the start of the war, he still is. It's not but... zero sum. It's not like Zelensky gets some popularity and the other guy gets the rest. You can yeah. they could tie. You know, like he's. But just a lot of off. a lot of Ukrainians did uh, sort of feel like Zeluzhny was the the calm, uh-huh. uh, you know, the hand at the wheel that was driving this. Um, and the U.S. was trying to, um, you know, give military advice as to what we thought would be best for them moving forward in this counteroffensive. Zeluzhny was somewhat like he didn't really like the ideas that we were sending him. Yeah. So there was conflict there as well. Um, it's like, so I just lose all my people because you think that this is uh, okay. Right. Well, I, th- I think the Sweet. U.S. advice was to do more of a concentrated offense um, and try to break through some of these. Yeah. And he, and he thought that they would lose more men. The loss of that. life he yeah. thought was. Too and much. the U.S. was saying that if you do it, chicken shit, you're not going to get anything anyway. So you right, might as well. Right. Okay. Right. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't so, really yeah. call it chicken shit. I was just trying to. <laughs> so, yeah, he got sacked on Monday. No, but on... did he? That got rumored that he did. Did he actually? He's yes. as of this morning, he was still there. He hasn't. He is. He's still serving as interim. However, my understanding is, yeah, that he he is on his way out. So what a, what do you say about the people to say that this is like what Russia would want? I don't I don't necessarily buy that only because if he's not in power, I mean, I could imagine him somehow there being an election him being in charge instead of Zelensky and right. things just being ran differently i don't think he immediately turns around and negotiates with putin although, no i don't i don't think although so if he did it would be so I, I i say that in the in the frame of i put a note there saying is he too much of a realist or is he seen as a political threat i think it's more of a political threat to be honest mm. um but I mean, we've seen so like in the U.S. military, we've had shakeups like this, like Betrayus in, in Iraq. Um, Betrayus is uh, a little bit uh, different, definitely different. But I'm saying that the generals do make a difference yeah. in how a war is, you know, um, is done. Um, and so his strategy was different, I think, than what Zelensky wanted. But he was popular enough that Zelensky did see him as a political threat. I see what you mean. That's what, All right, yeah, cool. That's what. Well, thanks for the context on that. Um, do you want to just lump that together as Ukraine update? Yep. Okay. Oh, my turn. Uh, The House passed. Oh, fucking. I'm so happy I got this one. Let me finish writing Ukraine. Okay. I I only heard about this this morning on The Economist. I didn't hear this from anywhere else. So the House passed a bipartisan. No, um, the NPR, easy listening news. Um, The House passed uh, by a margin of 357 to 70. So huge bipartisan passed. Huge. uh, $79 billion bill that expands the child tax credit and revives three basic tax breaks. The bill now heads to the Senate where it's expected to pass. So I want to talk about this. So I don't know if you guys remember, but I'm child free and I choose to be child free. And during the uh, pandemic relief, they kept lumping shit in there saying like parents would get $400 a month or something. They, they, I think they'd get a, 
extra more money per month per kid. And like, Mm -hmm. I get that. Like, I don't not want people that have to pay for their children to be able to, right? Like, I don't not want that, but I don't necessarily feel like everybody for the sake of not, not having a kid gets to collect an extra hundred dollars for every time their sex trophy came out. Like (laughs) that bothers me as a tax paying child free individual. So the Republicans fought against that and got that repealed after like a year. So basically during the pandemic, you got that bonus, which is, you know, I could, I can live with that. Like as a time, because my, my, my concern, actually the reason it pissed me off was because they put it in as a one year measure and you know, damn well, when it happened on this show, I was like, yeah, I said, watch the thing. Reason I'm mad about is in a year, they're going to extend this and they fucking did. And then they extended it like once. And then they fought back to keep the, to cap the extension. So it got repealed and it went away and it went back to the normal tax credit that people get. Cause it's not like you don't already get a tax credit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so Republicans voted with Democrats to bring that back in exchange for tax breaks. For businesses, essentially. Yeah. So, I mean, to, just to go back. So this initial tax credit or. So we know, bring in less money and we keep putting more money out. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, just it's, like ta- Trump's like a, tax cuts that didn't. Yeah. In, I will say. So this bill, when it was introduced and passed, raised something like 400,000 children out of above the poverty i i get that it's also bullshit u.s statistics that i bet i'm not gonna just trust at face value but you know why because literally everywhere on one side of the spectrum described it as that so this is like when there's that like massive um this is a weird analogy there's there was this one like the worst traffic jam ever and it was in china and it was like that you've oh, it's seen like the, days long, right? You've seen yeah, the pictures yeah. of it, right? It's just yeah, yeah, like, okay. Yeah. Um, 20-lane highway. Right, right, right. There yeah, was yeah. like two people that took a picture of that. You couldn't like get to it, right? So right. like there, there was a handful of pictures of it, and then there was one report, and then that report got told by hundreds of news outlets. It got just mm-hmm. reworded because it's not like somebody flew in and did a man on the street. Like, no, <laughs> right. why would you when you have the picture, right? right so right. so in that same way, that's how I felt when I heard that news where everybody called it, how it lifted all these kids out of poverty. Like, of course, I don't not want that. But like you're the, one, there already is a tax credit Two. I chose not to have children. Why am I paying the burden for this? This isn't like, you know, something happened to you healthcare wise. There, I'm done. So this was a compromise. Um, yeah, because both of them got unrelated things that they were happy about. This is like sure. Ukraine and the border. You don't have any principles. You just want to make sure that you each get what you <laughs> The Republicans did want. Um, so the, I guess the mass, the, the largest deduction you can take uh, on your taxes is $10,000. It's capped there. And they wanted to raise that level. Um, they did. They did not get that. However, they got some other tax breaks for for businesses. Um, there was also a lot of talk in the Republican Party of saying we don't want to do this at all because we don't want to win for the Biden administration. So politically, it makes sense for us just to you know stall or or you know not sign off on this. So I, I think the bipartisan nature of this bill passing the House is actually pretty impressive. I mean, this Congress has been fucking. I mean, they they haven't done anything yeah, really. completely feckless like, they did nothing last yeah, yeah, year and yeah. they're not doing shit this year they yeah. can't even agree on rules to hold a session yes that's true that's true so as you said it's expected to pass in the senate um i don't know i think i think all in all it's it's a good thing but um i take your point that uh, you know i i get all worked up like that and yeah at the end of the day it's like fine these are the things that i'll live with like i'm not i don't i put a lot of energy into the show to say things like that but at the end of the day sure. it's like 
Sure. Like, I'm not going to get that mad about things that ultimately help people, but I just, mm-hmm. I, I feel yeah. like it's, you know, we're being fiscally irresponsible and they're supposed to argue about being fiscally responsible. That's half of all this well, shit that they're saying. And then they do this. And we have some, some uh, topics, some headlines in econ, which sort of conflict with each other, which we'll get to. Right. When well, we I'll, get there. I'll save some of those thoughts for that. Do you want to talk about okay. Pakistan? Right. Yeah. Ex-Pakistan Jennifer prime Anastan. minister. Imran Khan was sentenced to 10 years in prison for leaking state secrets, a charge he says is politically motivated days ahead of uh, elections. So this goes he back to... He said the to, CIA did it. He was at like a um, a rally. A wowie? Or a rally or something like that. Did I say rally? No, it's from Five Will Goes West. He goes, a rally. Oh, a right. wowie? Is that the second time Five Will yeah, Goes West? Yeah, two weeks in a row. Also, first? you said CIA. A CIA put a chip in my brain. Okay. <laughs> hey, Elon Musk put a chip in somebody's brain. Yeah, I know. Uh, so um, this goes back to like a political rally where he had held up these documents wow. to the crowd and said, hey, uh, there was a Western plot to take me out, essentially. Um, and so now he's going to prison for that. I think he was already had a sentence. I was going to say, others. doesn't he have like a four-year sentence already? Yeah, he already has a yeah. four-year sentence. Was that for that whole in, like insurrection or was that unrelated? Man, I don't remember what I can't it was for, but I know it was already a four-year thing. I will say, like, the CIA's relationship with the Pakistan, what is it, ISI? or no, Yeah. Is that it? Is it? I, I think it's ISI, yes. Whoa. Um, <laughs> so, like, I, I look, I'm not a professional on any of this, but from my understanding is Pakistan's intelligence service is surprisingly competent, but also their loyalties are not to be trusted, right? Like... Right, and that's what happened. The whole thing with Osama bin Laden was there were people within that intelligence agency that were essentially feeding him, um, you know. Yeah, warnings, warnings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And remember, where was he hiding, Alan? In Islamabad? Uh, Abbottabad, remember? Abbottabad. Talk about about a bad place to hide. (laughs) Every time. It makes you laugh every time, too. I said, like, 20-something years ago, I I I had this guy work for me who had been a Pakistani diplomat in oh, like wow. the late nineties. Um, and the political situation there just became untenable and he ended up moving out to the U S he was able to get, you know, his documents and stuff ready. Um, and when I hired him, he was working at a shoe store, like wow. as a shoe salesman, and this guy had been a fucking diplomat, bro. Wow. Um, and so I was like, I'll uh, pay Ali, you more. Ali Bundy. Ali Bund- yeah, Bundy. Yeah. Bundy. I was, I was like, I'll pay you more, bro. Come work for me. And he was great. He was nice. Absolute, yeah, great, hardworking dude. Was that at um, uh, this this place? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I have some connection to this story, and I've been following it for a long time because I had some personal sure. you know, relationships. Um, so, I mean, the Pakistani political situation has been so – it's been so fucked up ever since the British divided that whole thing up. I mean, you've had – uh, prime ministers assassinated. You've had corruption scandal after corruption scandal. People in jailed. Um, Isn't Pakistan just, a portmanteau? The name? Sorry, sorry. Finish what you're saying. I want to look it up. Oh, um, so so yeah. I mean, the, I was going to the political situation there has just been such a fucking turmoil for decades at this point. Um, that man, I I would just love to see some stability over there for the people because they're great people. Yeah. Um, for people in that environment. Cause there's a lot of people that are just fucking struggling through one day at a time and to have their political situation be as fucked up as it is for so long sucks. So, yeah. Um, a little bit of facts or, uh, yeah. uh did yeah. you know, so Pakistan is a portmanteau 
which is like words formed. Define together. that. Uh, it's like uh, the start of one word and the end of another smushed together is like a portmanteau. Uh, okay. Yes. Yes. Um, so uh, it's. I would say it's a clumsy portmanteau. Uh, Pakistan is a portmanteau formed by the acronym for the regions of Punjab, Afghan inhabited frontier regions, sorry, Punjab, Kashmir, and Sindh, along with the Persian, along with the Persian suffix Stan. So it's Pakistan. Yeah, that is a really bad. That's that's you know what? That's a clumsy portmanteau. You know what? Show title, maybe. Might be. I'll write that down. Clumsy Clumsy portmanteau. Now that I don't, I already said that last week. <laughs> Portmanteau right, is it's... not spelled the way I thought it was. It's not an O at the end. Oh, it's AU? E A U? Yeah. Okay. Right. It's French. Uh, oh, the French. Oh, the French. Uh, I think it's your turn. Okay. Uh, IRS contractor. Okay. A former IRS contractor was sentenced to five years in prison for leaking the tax records of former President Trump and others between 2018 and 2020. I heard about this, but I actually didn't dive too deep into that. This already happened. We heard about the trial. We heard about him. Right. Being, yeah, this is so. This is the sentencing. This is the sentencing. Okay. Yeah. So he also leaked tax records of uh, Bezos and Elon Musk to ProPublica. Uh, he was sentenced to five years in prison for all of that. He pled guilty or p- pleaded guilty. <laughs> I, don't know why I would say it that way. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, so <clears throat> I feel you know we've had these. Uh, this takes me to Snowden, sure, and people like WikiLeaks, like Assange. Wait, like and... the leakers? Yeah, remember but... <laughs> in that? Remember on on the big show, I had that clip of Trump talking about he's like, "We're gonna get rid of the leakers in my second term." Uh, I, I was like, that. "Dog, you have documents in your bathroom." <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> okay. Sorry, you were saying something. Leaks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it takes me back to that and how the insert the the what is it the the act that they use to prosecute a lot of these people, the journalists who oh leak stuff. God damn the insurrection. I know it's uh whatever. Um. I just, I, I don't know, man. I feel like as a, uh, the public's best interest is to know this stuff and punishing people like Reality Winner and Snowden and Assange for releasing Espionage this. Act. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, it's, for- it's just t- complete bullshit, man. I, I hate it. I don't like it at all. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you said the, we need those people that are out there, whistleblowers like this. Yeah, yeah, we do. Like that Boeing whistleblower telling us all these jets are bad. I think Democracy about, dies in the darkness. Oh, you know how, how much no, of a flashlight no, do you want? Flashlight. Flash. Flashlights. You said uh, Jeff Bezos' taxes was leaked. It reminded me of when his text messages got leaked. Remember this oh. one? I want to smell you. I want to breathe oh. you in. I want to hold you tight. I want to kiss your lips. I love you. I am in love with you. I love you alive, girl. I will show up. I I will show you with my body and my lips and my eyes very soon. I feel like I need to take a shower after you read that. I feel like James is going to isolate that and it'll end up on a fucking show board right next to this. Um, Dudes, when they have too much power and no sense of morality, tend to say weird shit like that. God, it's really creepy. Yeah. It's really creepy. When America does fascism, they'll do it right. right. (laughs) Uh, I think I have one from the show, but I feel like it was really spicy. James sent it to me. He's like, I don't think you're going to like this. Oh, I don't remember where it is. Can't find it. Shall we move on? Oh, please do. Oh, does so, something have to win here? No, remember, we're not doing that anymore. Oh, thank you. We're just going to, at the end of the show, determine which headline we think is the Oh, biggest. okay. And last week was Netanyahu. Yes. Okay. 
All right. Uh, several Western countries, including the U.S., passed funding or paused funding rather for the U.N. Relief and Works Agency for Palestine refugees amid allegations that 12 workers now fired or being investigated participated in October 7th. So this is a pretty crazy article. I mean, the U.N. doesn't have the greatest track record as it is, mm. but uh, there the allegations are that 12 members of UNWRA are actually were actually associated with Hamas and perhaps more were and at least 12 participated in October 7th in some shape or form. Um, How many people are employed by that agency? Oh, thousands. And don't they get sent to these regions and like, you probably have a high likelihood of people going native anytime they get, I mean, so this is, do you come to that organization with biases? I would assume. Of course. Yeah. I mean, so this particular agency is specific to that region, to Palestine. Um, but I mean, we've had stories about other UN peace, quote unquote peacekeepers, um, you know, doing absolutely heinous shit all over the world. Africa specifically comes to mind. Um, it's not a good look for the UN at all, especially when they're supposed to be the, uh, when did this come out? You say it's not a good police. look. This came out last Friday, right? A couple days ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think it came yeah. out last Friday. Wasn't that the yeah. same day that the IJC, ICJ, made IJC. It? Okay. Wait, no, I see Jahira. Right. International Jorts of Custis. International Court of Justice. Okay. Yeah. Didn't I I think this came out later that day. Because this all blew up over the weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. South Africa was saying that the uh Israelis were committing genocide. I mean you saying that this isn't a good look for the UN really kind of connects those dots. I mean, I don't Yeah. They they, they didn't have to I mean, it's kinda weird they found out that day, right? That's that coincidence. Yeah, okay. that's quite a coincidence. All right. Well, I do want them to lemonade Hamas. Lemonade Hamas. Lemonade. Are you drinking vodka lemonade? Eliminate, eliminate Hamas. Yes. Um, do you have a vodka lemonade? I do. You should call that eliminate Hamas. <laughs> does it, it probably already has a name, right? It's, it probably All does, right. yes. Yeah, you don't want to say that at a bar. Not No, <laughs> not eliminate. Lemonade. Just like Biden said. Eliminate Hamas. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. All right, your headlines. Uh, Kong, Hong Kong, uh, several, Western countries. Oh, yeah, 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 several, Hong Kong. Sev- Hong Kong. Okay. Uh, a Hong Kong court. That's fun to say in a row. A Hong Kong court ordered the liquidation of the debt-laden Chinese property giant Evergrande. Not to be confused with Ariana Grande. Um, so <laughs> a point of note here, uh, and you would already know this if you read Sinotox articles. Um, a Hong Kong court is not the same thing as a CCP not at uh, all order. So I don't think this is really going to do a whole lot other than it's a signal of they can't meet their obligations. They never could. Um, Yeah. I mean, we've talked about them on the show for a while now. Um, As you said, the Hong Kong court doesn't really have much standing in mainland China. And I I think the only really repercussion of this story is that their stock crashed. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and like stocks in general in China, uh, have been tanking, right? Yes. Yes. But Which, I mean, the, to quote that guy, uh, way sends us all the time, that Dr. Huey guy, he had a video where he's like, people can, people are saying things online. Like they, they have a bad, they have bad stocks, but the economy is still strong. It's like, like I get it. Like stocks, stocks are not the economy, but They're not like, the entire story of. Tell economy. me a story about how you have a strong economy and a lousy stock market. Like I, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. difficult to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, 
interestingly, again, in, in econ, we have some other stories that sort of contradict um, what's happening in the Chinese economy. So there's different indicators indicating number go up, number go down. Yeah. Um, well, still if they don't fucking clear. have kids. And I mean, they keep saying like, there's no, nothing but stories where they're like, okay, well, they're not having kids. I guess we're just going to like move the things to the places where the kids are and like grow factories there since they're not moving here and they're not having kids. Like, yeah. Meanwhile, you have like half finished, like high rise apartment buildings. That's that a great use of resources. That's a, you know, that doesn't have <laughs> ripple effects on your economy and cause sure. this, that doesn't have ripple effects on the global economy. In a sense, we're all lucky that it's insulated with China being able to tr- somewhat buffer it. Yeah. Like if yeah. this wasn't I mean, in a Harbor like that, these waves would ripple, man. Yeah. It'd be bad. Um, however, I mean, China, the CCP eventually essentially enabled these companies to do this. They allowed them to leverage this debt um, way beyond what made any sense. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, whoa, whoa, pull the brakes. Like, we got to stop this. Well, because they and were then, all making money off it, right? Right, right. They're like, well, what do you fucking expect is going to happen when you let that happen? Right. Like, this is what happens. Right. Yeah. yeah. See what happens, Larry. Right. Uh, this is what happens when you fuck a stranger well, you're not supposed to say it. it's uh pass a stranger in the alps right right yeah, right right yeah. okay um a new york jury ordered former president trump to pay 83 million dollars for defaming e Jean carroll after she accused him of, of sexual assault and the f- defamation married- was two sentences right so that's where the 40 million per sentence joke yeah. comes from okay yeah so you may recall that she already had won a lawsuit against trump and in that uh, suit, I believe her defense was asking for like $5 million. Yeah. <laughs> and the jury was like, no, nah, it's way more than that. Uh, and yeah, but that could... one was, still wasn't anything close to this. That right. was the first right. one, yeah. And then he couldn't keep his mouth shut. Um, like the day so... of, like he went on news yeah. right after and then yeah. she was on the news. She's like, well, um, breaking news, I have a new lawsuit coming out. <laughs> <laughs> this was still from the one prior, I, I described this on the on the Wednesday show, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the first allegation was the second trial to take place just because of how stupid trial I mean we see it in Trump's trials. So the se- the first allegation is the second trial. The first trial was the second allegation and then this follow-up what I actually I'm lost. Was him not shutting up about yeah, that after yeah. that point. But that's not and, settled yet. This is still the first allegation. It's a huge one. It just happened right. to be the second penalty order to pay. Yes. Okay. But so, I mean, you count these along with other, you know, the whole New York case about how he um, doctored his uh, financials to. Dude, isn't he going to get investigated for if he doesn't have the money? Sorry. Sorry. Doctors. That triggered something. Doctors financials on to inflate the prices of real estate when it was convenient and deflate them when it was convenient uh-huh. um, by huge factors. Right. They're just insane. So he's facing that. As well as all these attorney's fees, um, right. and he's using his campaign uh, funds to pay for this shit, um, which blows my mind that you can even do that, that that's legal. Uh, but as far as everything I, I have looked into for that, it appears to be like oh, he, really? he's, he's allowed to do that. Oh, I thought when people were asking him about that, it was like a gotcha. No, I think... Wow, I think technically he's allowed. Oh to do that. yeah, but, but it kind of stretches but, the reasonableness, right? Because it's like okay, sure. it, you know, to to demand a recount and have to fund a recount, that's like a right. political expense. But to be like right. in the course of my campaigning, I harassed these women, or I mean, that's not the <laughs> right. example for this, but right. 
Yeah. I mean, so essentially, and, and so to, to say the deep state is coming after me and I need you to help me pay my legal fees is a stretch of what it costs to right. run a campaign. Right. Yeah. And now it appears that the strategy of the Trump campaign, uh, one of his, I think his head campaign manager, I can't remember her name, Sabilius, something okay. like that. Um, she uh, told a group of wealthy donors, hey, like, I know he's saying, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but I know he's saying crazy shit in public. But we need your money because we need him to get back in power, and then you can have all that shit that you want. We'll we'll, we'll definitely do that. We're going to take care of you, um, which is a weird thing to say to to donors who already saw what happened in right. twenty sixteen and twenty. You know the the Jan six, all that. That's um, also blatantly and, quid pro quo. Like yes, which it's, I it's know there's nothing a lot. Yes, yeah, tra- blatantly transactional. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I hate to use that phrase around Trump, which is what got him uh, impeached. Was that <laughs> phrase in the past? It wasn't intentional, but um, uh, fuck, you said something earlier. I'm going to kick myself. If I, well, I don't edit anymore, so I'm not going to hear me. Listen, <laughs> came and gone. I mean, this next headline is rough, but and I'm sorry you have to get it, but I figured we need to talk about it. Uh, okay, point at it because I moved Alabama. Yeah. Oh, that's nothing. You don't have the headline about that guy in Pennsylvania cut his dad's head off, do you? Oh. No, I don't have that. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty fucking wild. If I can get yeah. through that, I reshared that and I put a big text block over it. I was like, I wish I didn't see this. Yeah. Like, warning. Um, yeah, that was pretty brutal. I mean, that was a guy that was like, obviously mental health, but also exacerbated by political. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he said he was doing it because his dad was a deep state, right? His yes. dad worked for the government for years. So yeah, cut his head off with a machete, dude. Put it in a bag and YouTubed about it for 14 minutes. All right. Alabama Rough. conducted the fir- the first execution in the U.S. using nitrogen gas following last minute legal challenges and concerns by critics over humaneness. So they stopped getting access to the chemicals that were used for lethal injection because we sourced them from Europe and Europe did away with the death penalty largely. And um, then we tried to use other methods to source that and they weren't as they were rel- seen as inhumane, inhumane yeah. because they were somewhat unreliable. They, right. I don't know if they, they didn't try to kill this guy <laughs> or I know they tried to kill a guy before and it went horribly wrong. And if it wasn't him, which I hope not, I feel like I remember. I don't think it was him. Yeah. So this guy's lawyer was like, look, you're not going to try some new shit on this guy. It's going to be like that last guy where, you know, he was tortured for 15 minutes. Um, They, so basically they put a mask over him and, and he inhales nitrogen gas and dies of um, hypoxia. Yeah. There's no oxygen. It's replaced by nitrogen. I mean, it's something I worry about at work if I'm ever brazing. So like when you're brazing, you want to uh, flow nitrogen. And then when you're done, you want to pressurize it and then you can release nitrogen because it's inert. Uh, Mm -hmm. But if you're in a low area, it'll settle. And like, you're never using that much, but it's just something to be aware of. Like if it displaces the oxygen, you won't know it. It's colorless, odorless, flavorless uh, gas. Yeah. It's another description. So, I mean, and, and, even in this execution, um, there were he was. It, it didn't appear to be um, painless. It didn't I'll appear to be that. painless, but when so so if you were to describe it, they would say there was a lot of like convulsing and convulsing, spasming yes. and yeah. things like that. And yes. when you hear that, you're like, sure, sounds inhumane to me. And then you go and look at the description of what happens when someone goes through lethal injection, and it's pretty much the same. So. Me and you are going to agree because we think that the death penalty should be taken away. We do. 
Um, I think for slightly different reasons, mine just cut and dry. If we have a government, the entire premise of the government is to maximize freedoms and ensure the protections of its citizens. You, I, I get it. You're getting rid of someone so that you can make other people safe in theory, but you're not using my money towards the government to kill to citizens. Like that's just, yeah. that's, that's inconsistent logically. And I don't expect that to be a winner in an argument, but for me it is. Um, and yours is more along the lines of people are often found, you know, if, Thirty percent. I think it's like thirty percent of of uh, of death row inmates are found not guilty after further evidence, like DNA right. evidence, comes yeah. out as our technology improves. And maybe it's not thirty um, percent. Maybe it's three percent. That's still like I even morally, if it is three percent. Yeah, I right. I don't care. No. It's too much. Yeah, yeah it, exactly. should, it has to be zero. You need to fucking know if you're going to be killing someone, and if yes. you can't, which obviously you can't, you know, right. you're, we're just gonna have to pay to keep him in prison for the rest of his life. It's <clears throat> shitty too. So, and this guy's been on death row for like over twenty years. I want to say and. He made, He's like, probably a terrible person. Like, pr- I, you know, I I probably don't want to be sympathetic towards him, but I I just don't think that we should. Yeah, I agree. he Take... made the heart symbol to uh, people in the audience as this was happening. His family's yeah. in a separate room from the reporters. Yeah, um, yeah, man. I don't just I hate this. There was fear that the gas wouldn't properly be contained around him, and that other, if anybody was an observer, could be. Um, I mean, you'd know, you'd recognize, especially if you're aware of it, like people that right. die of that weren't considering it. And then they were stuck in that room and they didn't get out in time. Mm-hmm. People that know that would get out in time. But that was another start to be dizzy. There was whatever. another conversation about how people observe. It wouldn't be safe to even conduct it because observers could be exposed potentially, which yeah. if I'm being realistic, I think is an exaggeration. But um, I don't want to detract too much from like, let's just stop being So do you remember when Trump tried to kill all those people right before his term ended up? I do, yeah. And then remember how he wants to be president again and says he wants to be a dictator for day one? Only day yeah, one. He, so many people he, give him credit saying, like, guys, you took it out. Show me where he says he wants to be a dictator. And then if you say it, they go, yeah, day one. It's like, okay, all right, all right. That's the same guy that tried to kill a bunch of people before he ran out of being in, in, in office. And is now talking about taking revenge against political opponents. And having a mass <clears throat> deportation drive. Yes. Yeah. And, and pardoning people so that they can do whatever he asked them to do with yes. Im- immunity. So yes. it's, yeah. By the way, we spent a lot of time calling him sloppy Don, sloppy Don. Natasha said that when I did that, it was annoying. And I was like, what? She's like, you asked for my opinion. And I was like, I, I just thought it'd be nice if you were kinder about how you delivered it. And, and she's like, well, listeners get ready. She goes, I think your listeners will like it though. Ooh, Which I don't what know. What does that, that mean? I, yeah. Right. It's a little yeah. condescending. Yeah. She's not normally not... like that. She's a little feisty. <laughs> you know, it's okay. It's, like. Is that passive aggressive? I don't, I don't know, know what I that means. Tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on. No, I'm not uh, so done. Have... No, I'm not done. Oh, so okay. I was calling him Sloppy Don. Remember that? I do remember that. Yes. Uh, and it was also in relation of the whole uh, uh, Joe Brandon being at that brewery and being like Earth Rider. Oh, Earth Rider. You know, like um, what? I, I'm trying to get this actually to open and it's not playing. Fucking dumb. Oh, well, maybe I'll get it for the, uh, the you know, what? this isn't a clip show. Do you remember when he was at the brewery in the last show and he was like, Earth Rider, thank you, Great Lakes, right? Yes, yes. It sounded fucking crazy. Like me and you were like, I can't even interpret this. Turns out it was exactly what he said. Fox shared that clip. And I shared that clip here on the show. It was hilarious. I mean, we do make it fun enough, you know, but we don't usually go back behind and be like, hey, turns out in context this. Um, there's actually really good explanation worth. If you listened to a 30 second chunk with that 10 seconds being exactly in the middle, so not it, taken out of context. It, it would be a little bit slurry, but he was basically saying, like, you know, 
people drink this water, this water source to make this beer. He flubs right there. And then he goes, they do make this beer. And then he corrects by sort of ad libbing on the spot and being like, Oh, earth rider. Thank, thank you for the great lakes or thank, thank the great lakes or something. Thanks for the great lakes. Mm-hmm. He was at a brewery called earth rider brewery. Oh, and he was saying, thank you for the great lakes because that's where they make the beer. It was a, Hey, I drink right, beer, right. you know, that's where the water comes from. Yeah. 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 It was actually entirely normal. <laughs> Meanwhile, Donald fucking Donald, he it says Nikki banking people debanking. Nikki Haley was yeah. responsible for January 6th. Barack Obama um, started World War Three. Jeb Bush <laughs> invaded Iraq. I've got more. Uh, you need a voter ID to buy bread. Hungary shares a border with Russia and water makes magnets ineffective. <laughs> he also told Nikki Haley supporters he didn't want their money. Like, oh, yeah. fuck off. <laughs> Which is like, what? Like, yeah, you're, I think you need money. Dude, that's what I was going to say earlier. If he, so if he, so two thoughts. If, so part of his testimony was he made a claim as to what his net worth was under oath. Right. So that was to help determine what they can sell his businesses and then you know if that covers everything then he gets the remainder of the business costs right mm-hmm. if it turns out he does he's not liquid and he can't sell all that he would get investigated for lying about that and another <laughs> separate type of charge um there's so much there it's almost it's yeah it, there's so much there i said two points i don't remember the other one because <laughs> like that alone and this is how he wins because you don't get to everything and then people dismiss that first thing and they're like see it's not that bad it's like oh i got a whole list it's just unbelievable i have to keep track with someone like this like well that's what steve bannon calls flooding the zone yes, right that's yeah. the that's the well, my zone is flooded alan <laughs> it's flooded sopping AF. yeah it's a wet ass zone <laughs> That down. Ben Shapiro would not like this zone. W-A-C. All right. Moving on to right. econ. The Federal Reserve held its interest rate steady at a target of five and a quarter to five and a half percent, saying it needs more confidence that inflation is moving towards two percent before cuts. That two percent is bullshit. There's the Fed of New Zealand in the 90s said this is a number. They just made it up. And then yeah. the rest of the feds were like, that's working out for you guys. I guess we'll adopt that. Two percent is what we want. You don't want inflation. You want you want not in the way that deflation is a bad thing where like China's about to go through deflation. You would, you should expect prices of goods to go down over time due to competition. Productivity gains. Yes. Right. Right. Like, like in man, look, I'm not one of these people, but prior to going off the gold standard, prior to going onto fiat currency, prices decreased, like maybe not up into the seventies, but like, go, okay. All right. Just, before before the Federal Reserve, prices were decreasing largely. So yes. the the fact that prices go up is because we're like, yeah, two percent, that's fine, that's what we want. In related news, the Bank of England held its interest rate steady at five and a quarter percent, with divided board member opinions. So essentially, um, actually, we have a couple more headlines here that are related, but uh, there's there's been pretty good strength in the job markets, like sort of unexpectedly, um, and when you have 144 jobs for every unemployed unemployed person. You should bring available. in some migrants. <laughs> yes, you should do we that. Need, we need we need wait, hold on. If there's a if employers are saying I, I would hire 144 right now but I can only hire one. Yeah. That means you should have more people to yeah, work. Absolutely should. But so the concern from the, a Fed perspective is that that strength in the job market will continue to drive inflation because then Wait, wait, wait. We can't do what I just said because they only come in here and do welfare. Or they take our jobs. Which is it? Neither. Okay. Well, no. 
They either come here and take our jobs or they come here and live off welfare. Well, typically, a lot of immigrants can't access welfare. So they're taking so. our jobs, except there's the 144 ones. jobs for every one person, per person. looking. Right. Well, this right. isn't holding water. <laughs> it's not at all. I think I interrupted you. All right. Let's move on to a couple oh, other headlines. They're all kind of connected right. here. The IMF so upgraded it's, it's, its global yeah. GDP growth forecast to 3.1% for 2024. The IMF global GB, GDP 3.1. Citing resilience in the U.S. and fiscal stimulus in China. What? Yeah, so they're actually saying that China's economy is better than they expected. China is asshole! I don't believe you. Which is, this is one of those contradictory headlines I was talking about. Okay. Um, as well as the U.S. economy seems to have or going to have a hard landing as opposed to you know going into recession. We seem to have been able to largely avoided that. Mm. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's like a 0.2% difference in the revising up. But when you consider that's global GDP, that's a massive fucking number. Um, so there you go. That's another indicator, though, that the economy could be too hot, and then that's you know. Oh, oh, bad, bad, good. These are that's too good. That's what I'm saying. A lot of these headlines are. Oh, we're edging. <laughs> U.S. job openings increased oh. unexpectedly to nine million Wait. in December, the highest level in three months, uh, while the quit rate stayed at a three-year low of two point two percent. So this is the headline I was talking about, where you have like a 145 job openings for every unemployed person in the u.s um so uh i mean it's a good thing and a bad thing right you have low unemployment you have companies that want to hire um but that's going to put pressure on wages in an upward fashion which can negatively impact inflation so that's kind of where we are there um so so we really are trying to just walk that edge yes me and the boys are are edging what's me and the boys are edging. Yeah. What? I don't remember saying that. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to hit this last one? Oh, Nikon? sure. Uh, Amazon ended its $1.4 billion acquisition of... This is such a fucking weird headline, having worked at Bed Bath & Beyond. Like, I know, right? Okay. The robot vacuum manufacturer, Roomba. <laughs> yes. Amazon, who fucking owns everything... Amazon completed their $1.4 billion acquisition of Roomba, maker of iRobot, amid EU regulatory challenges. They canceled it, not completed it. What? Oh, ended. ended. I thought ended meant they... Oh! No. Well, what does end mean? They need to be more clear. I thought it was like, we finished. So their concern was because of the way Amazon runs its website. They said it would be Um, a vacuum monopoly. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They would have the monopoly of fucking... Fuck you so much. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because other competitors to Roomba sell on Amazon and Amazon would have an incentive to not let you see those. Dude, uh, I, I like I, I hate caping for Amazon and Bezos and all that shit. But like, I promise you, if Amazon is the only person making these robots, they're going to continue to sell them cheaper and cheaper and get them faster to you because they have one thing in mind. It's making the consumer happy. Like it's not like happy. It means they make money when we're happy and they can raise Amazon prime to whatever the fuck they want. As long as I get my robot vacuums cheaper and they show up the next hour, like as long as it goes that direction, everyone's happy. And when they stop, people stop giving you money and then somebody else has to build a robot vacuum. Just, I just, I say this all the time with so antitrust. You're it would be a net positive. For I think consumers. so. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, I, so I, I, look until Amazon stops making prices go lower and deliveries get faster. I'm going to have I'm going to live on this island like once that stops being the case. Sure. But the opposite argument to what you're saying is that 
Amazon would not. So, so there would be having, no competition. There wouldn't be uh, new ideas because there, there wouldn't be, be investments. There wouldn't be in the innovation. Yeah, yes, maybe there wouldn't be innovation because there's no incentive to do it because they're the 800 pound gorilla. A Roomba's um, already the 800 pound gorilla. You want to buy a robot vacuum? You're not gonna buy a fucking Roomba. It's going to be made better. It's going to be ran by by Amazon. Amazon had to pay a $94, $94 million termination fee to iRobot. Which, when you Dude, have that's a pretty sweet. That we just, should start a company and make someone want to buy us, make them get out of it, and we get one eleventh right? of it. $94 million. 15. When you can just walk away from a deal for $94 million because you can, that's pretty wild. Um, but yeah, so the EU The producers. Was, the EU, right? Hitler in spring. Um, <laughs> That's a good song. Um, so the EU um, was sort of the impetus behind this. The impetus, uh, and America they were like, no, we were, no, we were going to be able to clear that. So fuck it. Here's 94 million. We're going to walk. Wow. Um, and that's what happened. Wow. So. You said impetus. America is suffering from erectile dysfunction. I know that's not the same thing. Uh, oh, also, all these antitrust laws finally go into effect by the time, like, whatever the hot thing is, is no longer an issue, and we have a new product that's replaced it. Like, I just yeah. I, I just have a lot of lack of faith of it. So, that's all. Understood. Understood. Yeah. All right. We have some articles and other news. We already covered this first one. The second one's about helium reserves that the U.S. is selling off. So, this, this is, is going around. The reason I wanted you to talk about this is because this is going around in, like, the right-wing circles that I travel in. And they're saying, like, Biden's fucking up. Biden's selling off all of our helium reserves. If you remember, like, two years ago, maybe it was last year, um, every few years there's a helium shortage. And they're like, hey, we can't have uh, party balloons or they're really expensive. And, you know, helium has a lot of medical, scientific, and military applications. Uh, but it's also used to make your voice sound funny. And people get mad when you can't do that. Um, but so people got mad at Biden in these circles that I travel in because he's selling off um, the last sellable percentage of the federal helium stockpile, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So a couple things, however, uh, the sale was first mandated by Congress in 2013. You know what? Technically, it was first mandated in 1996. So in 1996, yeah. that's where I wanted to go with this. In 1996, yeah. post-Cold War, they're like, look, we've been stockpiling all of this helium during the Cold War. They built a massive facility in like Texas up through Kansas, like huge. I think all the way to Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. No, well, Kansas is north of Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, um, sure. So like, it, it, like it's a huge yeah. tunnel network. Yeah. yeah. And they've been storing helium there. That takes upkeep, all this shit all these costs so after the cold war in 96 they're like look divide it in half we'll keep half that other half they had like a staged sell-off via auctions that would cover the cost of the helium the cost of the storage and the interest uh that would have been like the interest in the financing of of what it would costed america to store it over all that time period so then you set a price for helium. Then they give discounts to like universities and medical applications, mm -hmm. things like that when it's ran through a government. So all that happened, is it okay that I took over this one? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. All that go happened ahead. was in 2013, the last 30% was going up for sale. That sale mm -hmm. got determined. It went through auction and it got right. sold to a private company. It's not 
selling off all the fucking helium. We're not selling off our helium reserves. We're actually doing something that conservatives are supposed to like. We're privatizing something that the government is being inefficient in managing. The government's admitting that it's costing them too much and selling it at a price where they can recoup all their money. And someone else is now going to have to maintain all that infrastructure and it won't be on our tax dollars via an auction. Via a bidding right. war process. That all took place a year ago. It went through on the 25th. Medical applications are upset, and scientific community is really pushing this story. And then the right finds out about it, and they're like, Biden sold off our helium. <laughs> Just for a couple of details to add to, to your story there. So story? it was 400. No, to the narrative here. So there were 425 miles of pipelines, as you mentioned, through Kansas, Texas. Is there Hamas down there? There's probably Hamas. Don't tell Israel. Thank God it's not flammable. <laughs> Helium is is found typically when doing drilling for oil or other natural fossil gas. Fuels. Yeah, it's, so yeah, it's most of the helium that we have is a byproduct of finding natural gas. I hope you have yes. the follow up to that. I'll remember this. I'll put a finger in it, Alan. Okay, so just a couple. You mentioned medical uses. So one of the things about helium is you can super cool um, devices. So things like MRIs only function at like. I don't know, like two, three hundred degrees below zero. Um, and so wait, wait, helium is super cool. Tell the patient you are going to insert your finger into his <laughs> rectum and that it will be cool. OK, sorry. So actually, so we've talked about superconductors on, on the show before. Yeah. So if we actually could find a material that was a superconductor at room temperature, helium would not be such a big deal. But huh. because we don't have that now, we need it to keep those machines cool so they can function. Um <clears throat> So an interesting byproduct of if we had superconductors at room temperature that worked. Mm. Um, so, yes, as you said, they're selling it off to a private company. Um, it was a lot of upkeep to maintain that 425-mile-long pipeline system um, under, you know, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas. Um, so that's the, essentially the reason they did. However, for people to blame the Biden administration is this incorrect. was supposed to go through in 2018. It got pushed to 2020. Well, the BLM kept trying to kick Whoa, the can Black down Lives the road. Matter, Alan. No, the Bureau of Land Management oh. uh, kept trying to say like, well, we maybe we shouldn't do this just yet, mm-hmm. and so it kept getting kicked. But down Biden the road. said we want to, right? No. He acquiesced to what Congress had mandated already. Look at yes. you and your vocabulary. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. So okay. we've always acquired helium. You don't get new helium. Like we have processes of pulling uh, gases out Unless of the air. Unless you go to asteroids or. All right, places. Alan. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we Space. you don't. We don't. It, the helium. We, we don't have a process to create helium. It's Correct. an element. It's right up there. It's like top 10, I think. Yeah, not yeah, sure. I think so. Um, Pretty light. Okay. And the, uh, oh, that's a good example of why. I remember that. <laughs> um, wait, hold on. Oh, man, Robert's getting so mad at me for getting that iffy. Um, okay, so we don't create helium. So what we have is what we have. That's why we have these reserves. That's an important part of the story. Part of why it's so valuable and so rare, and, and this whole thing is about how if the government's not selling it at a discount, we're afraid of the private sector selling it at too high of a price because that other half is still not getting touched. That's the government's reserve. Right. So that's based on this status where the government is inefficiently running the process of maintaining and keeping it and acquiring it. And if it's only being acquired as a byproduct from um, fracking, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Guess what's coming online this year? Multiple, multiple, um, dedicated, uh, I don't know if you call it mining or fracking, um, platforms that are only trying to mine out helium. 
So the, the first ever in the U.S., a Canadian company in Wyoming is pulling. They've they've found a reserve of helium, and they're going to not frack that for oil or natural gas. They're just going to be pulling out the helium. They're pulling helium. Yeah. So nobody's fucking done that before. The government's right. acquired it as a byproduct. Oh, it's been a byproduct. So yeah. like chances are the prices will go down. It'll be managed by a company that, and hopefully if you have a few people running it, you could actually have some competition. It goes against my Amazon argument earlier, but you know, unless <laughs> Amazon owned it, I'd have that thought because you know how much I love Jeff's Jeff's kisses. Bessos is kisses, right? It's not quite the way it's spelled. Jeff Jeff kisses. (laughs) I mean, I could see a world within, you know, a decade, decade and a half where you have a company similar to SpaceX SpaceX. who is pulling helium out of space. Uranus? Sure. There's probably a lot of helium in Uranus. Probably. (laughs) Write that down. So, yeah, I think we'll find a way to, to mine some of that stuff elsewhere. We've done but, too many yeah. Uranus-themed shows. We have done right. too many. Probably yeah, yeah. Like All right. Time. So a couple other stories. So this one real quick, the New York Times. I thought it was like this a punchline. A... That's why I liked this one. <laughs> Where is Hamas getting its weapons? Yeah, I don't know. Alan, tell me. Increasingly from Israel. Whoa. So, it, which is ironic, right? So essentially what the article says is that some percentage of ordinance that Israel fires into Gaza does not explode. And so they are harvesting those unexploded. Turns out when they've spent tens of thousands of artillery. Yeah. Yeah. So they're harvesting those that didn't explode and they're making them functional again and then reusing them against Israel. Beyond that, they're also, they've also stolen a bunch of uh, weapons from Israel as they take over various caches of weapons Mm. that Israel had. Um, So yeah, that's good times. Um, I don't have a whole lot more about that. No, it's this fine. one's interesting. This is I uh, want to talk about this so bad. Go. Okay. This is from our Technica. The White House has liberal its own pharmacy. And boy was it shady under Trump. All right. So Okay. So the White House has its own pharmacy and apparently it's not very well regulated. <laughs> and so during the Trump administra- administration, they were essentially handing out like baggies of um Ambien and what's the other one? I can't remember the other one. Provisional. Provisional, right? Which I've got some background you, on that, but you tell the story first. So it's supposed to make you more, I think, alert. Um, me- mentally. It's alert. Yes. It's alert. Yeah. They give it to like yeah. fighter pilots and like doctors like it, people that right. have to do long shifts, like on call. So every time there was sort of like an overseas trip. Oh, oh, also trip, people with like narcolepsy. Sure. Okay. Uh, every time there was like an overseas trip, they essentially would just hand out baggies of these pills to people um and there was no like dude hold on hold on hold on hold on this is worth diving into a little more slowly okay okay so this headline what's the headline say it says the white house has its own pharmacy and boy was it shady under trump yes that under trump was thousand dollars I feel like the way that I saw this get reported was the white house pharmacy blah 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 like I this is no, no. You see this and you're like, oh, Hunter Biden, they found cocaine, right? Like that, that's right. the first place on my mind when, when I started to see these headlines. Nobody's right. fucking caring about this. Like, I'm not saying like, oh, my God, we got Trump. Finally, I'm not naive and right. cool like that. But like, well, I mean, and the big deal is not just that they were handing out these drugs like candy, but they were using the, the brand names. Yes. Um, as opposed to that are like versions. 300 or a thousand percent more yes. uh, costly than the generics. Yes. And the, it is that they were handing them out. These are yes. prescript, prescription drugs. Right. They, you are supposed to, you know, when you're the, the part of the thing that tells everybody how to live their lives, you're supposed <laughs> to live by the rules of that, right? right. Like, it's not and like, oh, were, it's okay. I work for the White House. I get hand baggies of drugs. 
they were even allowing like staffers to go in and just pick up random bags of drugs. Oh, there, there was there was say, a guy that was like, hey, can you give me? Yeah, there. Without naming yeah. who they give it to, I'm so sorry. Yeah. There was a guy that was like, hey, my buddy's leaving the White House staff. He's going to the private sector. You think we can give him like a stash as a going away? Right, day? a little going to pray presence. <laughs> that happened, yes. So so growing up, I took Ritalin as a kid when I, uh, I, I hated it. I fucking hated it. And like once I was like, once I had a little bit more, let's just say free will uh, over my life, I really pushed to try to stop taking it. My parents were yeah. receptive to that. And... You know, it was like halfway through college. I was like, I just can't fucking like, I, I can't complete things, you know, like I finally got it. Like I didn't, you you almost, you, you have like a lack of self-reflection at a young age. I think, I mean, I had in many ways I wasn't out here. I am being critical of myself and fighting against myself while I'm talking to you, <laughs> but like you just somewhat, you have like a somewhat lack of self-reflection as a kid. And then you sort of have more self-awareness. Let's say that. And all of a sudden I'm right. like, right. I, get really into things and then I don't complete it. And you know, that happens across the board and with studying, it's an issue with work. It's an issue. So I went to a doctor. I said, yeah, you know, I used to take Ritalin. I'm hesitantly interested in trying that again. He's like, actually, you might want to try Adderall. I was like, all right, this, we're talking like 2013. No, excuse me. We're talking like 2003. Wow. Sorry. Um, so I, I took that for about like another 10 years. Maybe I didn't take Adderall until a little later. Anyways. Um, during that time period, that's when I met all my friends that are doctors. Uh, mm. And well, they sorry, they were in med school. And when you get prescribed, you know, they prescribe it to you for how many days are in a month. And it's, you know, three doses a day. But I only take it for school and work and studying when you need it. Yeah. yeah so like by nature, Saturdays and Sundays were off the table. Um, I didn't like some people took it for partying. I was like, no, that's not the problem. I can <laughs> right. bounce can party without that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the, so I would lend it, we'll say to mm. friends that were in med school so that they can study and be more effective as Stay well. Up and, yeah. yeah. And then once they had access to prescriptions, definitely not the doctors that have been on this show, but once <laughs> they had access to prescriptions, uh, I would then get prescriptions. They would return the favor, so to speak for things like Ambien, because you sure. know, it's kind of fun to try not to fall asleep and then see what happens. Um, and then provigil also like, Oh no, that really? was what they, okay. so, so they would write me two scripts. I would take in the ambient for myself. I'd get the provigil and give it to them because they needed it mm. for all their on call shifts. Cause when you're oh, an ER right. doc, these 16 hours at this point, they were ER doctors on call 16 fuck out of here. Like <laughs> 36 hour shifts. Like you're okay. on call. Jeez. Like, you know, you there's naps right, in between, right. you know, but yeah, if you're lucky. Um, so anyway, I, long story short, um, it's not unusual that people are, that are putting in work, take this exact cocktail after you rough so provigil doesn't give you that edge like shakiness rather that um adderall does adderall or ritalin does it's because those are all methamphetamine if you look at the bottle right. for um uh, adderall it says amphetamine salts provigil right. doesn't say that but it gives you these effects of being alert and Similar. awake but, but at the end yeah. of that you need to go to sleep so you take your ambient so like it's not surprising like i get it but it's illegal right. they should go see a doctor and get that Right. And you, if you are going to do all of that, you should not make the taxpayer fa- pay for full price. It's a fucking pill mill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this got no coverage. And if it got huh? any coverage, people were like, uh, Biden cocaine. Yeah. I mean, our Sektika, while I enjoy the outlet and I've read stories from them before on it's, the show, it's an entertainment. not exactly like mainstream. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, yeah. Know, yeah. It's not exactly CNN over there. Nope. And so, nobody else talked about it. Nobody's talking about uh, it. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, you can do it. You don't have to do both of these. I don't know. Or do you want it? Yeah. Okay. No, let's. Uh, These wild hogs in Canada are kind of wild to me. Uh, oh, you know, I couldn't read that one. Ah, oh, that sucks. So there's um, so Canada in like, I don't know when at, at some point boar like pork producers in Canada understood that the native hogs they had had one less rib in compared to European ones. This oh. isn't a Eve joke. It's not like put a rib on it and it's not Marilyn Manson. Okay. Yes, it's not a Marilyn Manson either. So these hogs could really suck their own hog if you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, Pumbaa, cut it out, Pumbaa. So, um, so they crossbred these hogs so that they got an extra rib on it so they could sell more hog per hog, more ribs. Yeah. yeah. Um, then for some reason, for some reason, they let a bunch of them go. Maybe like the market dried up or it was a bad hog. I don't, I don't remember that part of the story, but these hogs are they were, their solution in like 1990. This was like maybe 2000, actually. They released all these hogs into the wild. They're, and uh, because they're a non-native species, they're destroying the environment. Is that what's happening? Not only destroying the environment, but they're like, okay. they're dominant over their bigger hogs. So they're bigger than the rest of the native ones right. or the ones that they were producing. And also just side note that, you know, if you ever listen to Joe Rogan, you've probably heard him talk about how, you know, if you leave a boar in the wild in like six months, it turns into a, like a, a hairy animal. I'm sorry. He, he, he taught, he used to talk about all the time how like, if you took like a, a pig from a pig farm and just released oh, it into the wild, it, it, become would, feral it would natural be, naturally become mm. feral. Like not in a generation. I don't like, think that's true. I heard it on <laughs> Joe Rogan. What do you mean? So these pigs that were released are like dominating that ecosystem, but they are susceptible to some, some disease and they're one becoming invasive into the U S and they could affect like, they'll just like destroy crops and Mm -hmm. other farms and stuff. And, and, you know, you might sound like, Oh, let's just go kill all those hogs. Like it's a bigger task than you think. Um, and they are susceptible to disease. They're worried about some swine flu, um, being spread by them in the U S. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. It's scary. That could jump to a human population. Well, there's been one, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so there's so many there's so many examples of non-native species just absolutely destroying an ecosystem. In carp, the, environment. the Asian carp, Asian carp, carp or narp. There's lionfish. There's, I mean, eucalyptus trees. Um, in you know why eucalyptus California. trees are in California? I've told this before. Do you remember? Yeah, they they thought they would be good to make uh, railroads like, out of, and then they drove yeah, a spike and it turns them, out they split. Yeah, it turns out not so good. Um, but they're also growing them in like the Amazon now in Brazil, huh. and they're absolutely destroying all the native forests. Ah, oh, fuck! Because they're, they're supposed they're to be um, ficus. Those are dude, those trees are ficus. Like the office ficus is the big tree in the yeah. Uh, but they're cutting them down to make paper, and it's destroying all of the environment around them. I mean. It's there's just so many examples of that. Um, it's it's for half a second. I was like, is balsa wood made out of a eucalyptus? And then I was like, no, no it's made out of balsa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. So speaking of uh, of nature documentaries, getting yeah. into media diet, um, I watched way. I watched more planet Earth with my with my parents when they were up here. It was a nice chill thing to just kind of hang out and watch. God damn it, dude. This is season three of Planet Earth, oh, and I've seen uh, it's on BBC. But I've Whoa. seen I've seen all of them, and I've seen I, I like nature documentaries. I've seen plenty of them. It's amazing to me that we can still find new shit, right? To, like, it's like, like it's I've crazy. seen the nature doc, Alan. 
Right. And there's so much new shit. Uh, there's this thing where they like mic these insects and you can hear them communicating with each other through like trees, like plants and stuff. Whoa. Uh, which is like, how the fuck do you even do that? That's actually more is- interesting when they mic the players. <laughs> yes. I don't want, I never, I've never been like, I'm so glad I got to hear what that linebacker had right. to say. Yeah. yeah and yeah. they're always self-conscious um, that they have the mic too, you know? Uh, yeah. The coaches or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like planet earth is like just a whole other level where nearly every oh, shot you see, another, if I another. were the photographer or the videographer, that's like a once in a lifetime shot. Yes. Capture. And it's, and that's uh, all the series. It it's is all it is. Yeah. It's fucking, crazy. it's everyone's highlight reel, right? Like, yeah. 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 If you got one of those pictures or one of those videos, you'd be like, okay, I, I lived a life. Yeah. I'm, I'm good right. to go. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that was cool. And then um, you started. I'm, on, I'm excited for this. I, I've been watching this, too. I put on True Detective uh, for the family. I haven't. So I started watching the new season, but actually my my parents hadn't seen it at all. So I, you I do not them. need to see the previous ones to enjoy the new one. They're all standalone. Yes. Yeah. But well, um, I think the third one hmm. had a lot to do with the first one. And the fourth one does, I think. This is the fourth one. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, I mean, McConaughey and fucking Harrelson are just incredible. It it really stands out. Season three was really, really good, too. The second one was fine. It doesn't necessarily get overlooked, but you're right. It was okay. And it has that, like, you never want to be the follow-up and be just as good because it it won't be just as good. Um, But But they they loved it, and they had, I think we watched, like, two or three episodes. Uh, Of what? Episode season one? Season one, so yeah. I got them hooked. They're gonna. They're I might gonna go back and rewatch that. That's the whole Dude, time it's, it's is a flat it. circle. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. it's worth it. It's yeah. worth it. I, I probably will. I've I've loved the new one. I keep getting mad that it's once a week. I'm like, no, I know. damn it, god damn it, it's Jodie Foster's so good. Yeah, uh, yeah, She's and the good. whole like they don't tell you anything. You, you know, I felt like I I spent like the first episode and a half going so is that her son with that other cop? Like, it's not clear. Oh, yeah, you know, you yeah. get the answer, but like, and I won't, you know, leave you in the not, dark for a while. It's not even yeah. important. You know, it's yeah. just context to the characters. You know, they right, just right. do such a great job with that. Also, yeah. I feel like true detective is like contractually obligated to release the same time that a new episode season of Fargo comes out. <laughs> Cause we got the John Hamm Fargo that they're, I haven't watched either. They're competing. They kind of I haven't the same, watched that either. They kind of did the same pattern. The first two seasons were whites. The third was Chris Rock on Fargo. And um, I don't know how to say his name. Malahasi Ali. Mala. Mala. Man. I'm, nah. Yeah. The, sure. The guy on, on uh, um, hmm, True Detective. The, the, yeah. yeah I, I will say, though, those were probably the rejuvenation seasons. There might not be a season four if it weren't for those ones. The, yeah, uh, especially of Fargo. Or especially Fargo, with, yeah. um, I guess with both. Okay. Anyway, that's what you've been watching. Yep. Uh, I don't have g- great ones to review here. I will say I watched fast X. My review of fast X will be what you would expect for fast. I mean, it's if you, look, nothing delivers the way a fast movie does. It, I'm not saying yeah. it's great, but like, you know, it's like, Hey, the new black eyed peas came out. Like, guess what? It sounds exactly like you thought there's a format. You know what to expect. Yeah. And so like, it's fine. Um, it's weird that they all talk on radios throughout it. Like the bad guys and the good guys. And they're always on the same channel. (laughs) Like it's just in, in a show where they put a car in space and like, and like in all, in like all the things they do, I'm like, why are you guys on the same channel? Like they never have a scene where it's like, Oh, he's on channel two. Hold on. Hello. No. (laughs) 
hello and they hold check, it up check, check. like yeah. you know, pointing like are you you know they never have one of those once it makes it really hard to believe um yeah. i started uh reach- oh that's the thing that makes it hard yeah. to believe yeah the, the rest of it is like a the new, yeah, totally well the rest of it is like a lack of regard of physics this is like sure this is a communication your media film film is the highest expression of media and sure. you know communication and you're just like gonna disregard just talking over distance like it really it's is criticism. it's an idiot series but it's fun it's, yeah i watched yeah. it so i'm not judging um <laughs> speaking of dumb shows uh we, we've been watching well natasha won't watch it anymore but i've been watching reacher season two look is that on prime it is on prime and yeah, yeah. so when uh tom cruise played reacher it was a joke because it's a book series about like the biggest man you've ever heard of like the rock johnson and he's right. going around solving crimes with his duffel bag only owning what he's wearing like minimalist blah 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 and it's a farce but like the like the books are kind of like entertaining from what i've been told i, I don't really i don't really read fiction but that 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 the original John, uh, Jack Reacher movie that Tom Cruise was in is a joke because he's like five five, you know, and tiny, mm-hmm. and he just runs fast. Um, I like that movie though. I, it's I fine. It oh, theater. totally. Yeah. But like, once you realize what it was supposed to be, you're like, well, this is kind of a letdown. Yeah, yeah. And then Amazon bought the property and they put a like, I don't know if he did WWE, but he looks like it. And as the whole <laughs> handsome, big squares yeah, yeah. jaw you've ever seen, and mm-hmm. like, and and so he fits the character. It's big budget. Um, is it mostly filmed in DC again, or is no, it- no, no, no? That's Jack Reacher. Also, oh. no, I'm sorry, that's oh. Jack Ryan. Also, oh right, Prime. Oh, right. Yeah, Jack, yeah, Hard yeah. To yeah. Don't get that confused with the Tom Clancy character. You can go back right. to the Tom Cruise body <laughs> type. For that. Ta- right, the, right. Jack Ryan, famously played by Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford, um, yeah. Alec Baldwin, and uh, oh, there's another. Well, there's a few that's played that. Uh, Anyways, I I don't recommend it unless you want to go in and sort of be like, it's campy almost. It's, it's, it's not good, but I like it. Like (laughs) they lean into it. They know what they're bubblegum. It's bubblegum. Yeah. Like a man comes to town, solve the problem, you know, sheriff, sheriff come to town guy, you know, help the, help the, the, the everyday man. Um, I don't know. It's fine, but it's not like appointment television, not like true detective. <laughs> okay. Got Night it. Hunter or whatever it's called. Uh, I did watch a movie a couple of weeks ago where I had, um, like four or five movies I was talking about and I didn't mention it. I'm kicking myself. It's called okay. self-reliance. I don't know if you have to rent it. I think it's free on prime. I might be wrong. Um, okay. so it's got self- heard of it. So remember how I've been talking about that show, new girl. Yeah. Okay. So the guy from new girl, he was in, you saw him in a movie. Remember that movie? We, let's be cops where some guys like get cop outfits and they end up like pulling off being cops for a day or something. Um, that was his like film debut. He's been in a few things, but I think he's been living high off his new girl residuals. Mm, Um, the, he directed this movie and starred in it. It basically takes, it's about, um, he, so it starts off just showing you how like he's miserable with his life. And just like the day-to-day existence trying to get by at LA. And who's the guy from Lonely Island that was on Saturday Night Live? It's not Ryan Sandberg. Andy Sandberg? And yeah. Okay. Yeah. He shows up in a limo and he and he's like, hey, and he says him by his name. And he's like, Do you do you want to get in? He's like, Yeah, I'm gonna get in a limo with Andy Sandberg. And he gets in, and once he's in, he finds out that Andy Sandberg kind of got put up to doing that. And then they take him to a warehouse, but before Andy Sandberg makes him give him consent. 
He's like, do you want to proceed? He's like, just so you know, proceeding could cost you your life, but it could give you millions of dollars, something like that. Right. And he's like, well, I'm pretty miserable. I'll do it. You know? And Andy Samberg's like, are you sure? Are you sure? Was this like, a, a, a don't look at it, eat it situation? Yeah, kind of, yes. Okay. Uh, and it's sort of like, be careful what you <laughs> wish for. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think so. I'm not following you, but I need to move on because I'm going to lose track. I'll hear it. American Psycho. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. but it's not quite like that. Um, okay, okay. So he takes him to like a warehouse and he uh, he's like, you get out. I'm, you know, I did my part. They paid me to bring you here. And once he goes inside, they're like, will you agree to being hunted over like a time period? I forget if it's a week or a month. Oh, and, it's one of those things. Yeah. Okay. And he He's like, well, you're, I don't want you to kill like my family members. And there, and this is all the, this is the setup. Every, I'm not ruining anything. And he's okay. like, I'm not gonna. I don't want you to kill any of my family members or close friends. And he's like, the guy's like, no, that's the deal. Like, if you're within reach of someone, like, we're not gonna attack you there. But like, literally at any moment, as soon as you agree to this, we're gonna send out our word to all our network of people that want to hunt people. And from that moment, how I can't tell you how long it's gonna take for them to find you, but they will, and they'll always be watching. So anytime you're alone is basically the premise. So the rest of the movie is him having to negotiate friends or family, one, to take him seriously, right? Right. To keep his job. How are you going to go to work with this? How do you sleep, right? Like, so the movie's called Self-Reliance. And, um, Sounds dystopic as fuck. It is, and it's really, really good. Um, uh, Biff Whiff is in it. Biff Whiff is my favorite. Like, I feel like in 10 years we're going to talk about all these movies Biff Whiff was in, the same way we talk about like Steve Buscemi and stuff. He mm. does all these cameos. He's the, He kind of looks like a homeless guy. He's got like a scraggly beard, big bushy hair, or not so big, w- wispy bushy hair. Um, he, he plays a homeless guy in this. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. It's really good. It's really, really good. I highly recommend uh, Self-Reliance. Nice. Okay. All right. Uh, that's all I got in movies. Do you want to play a quick game? Yes. Let's okay. So I have a return of an audience favor. I should have teased this at the beginning. Hmm. Alan? Are we doing Teddy time? Again? It's Teddy time! Hell yeah! All right. So I have three quotes for you here that I fished from episode, I think, 135. Alan, we spent like 100 episodes where we ended it with me giving you quotes. So I would give Alan three quotes. Two of them are Noam Chomsky. Alan, describe Noam Chomsky to the listeners. Uh, I mean, I recently found out that he was cool. Socialist? The Khmer Rouge in in Cambodia. Sorry, what? um, He was sympathetic with the Khmer Rouge? Yeah. Well, they're communists, Alan. He's he's a... He's a uh, political commentary uh, socialist, yeah, yeah. Very anti-imperialism, I would say. Philosopher, For sure. You can social that. critic, sure. Okay. Yes. Uh, oh, uh, on probably on the client list, right? <laughs> on the island, you uh, mean? Yeah, yeah. Probably. All right. um, <laughs> Perhaps redacted. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Uh, oh, oh. So two quotes of Noam Chomsky, and yes. one of the quotes is Uncle Ted, Ted Kaczynski. All right, so a man who needs no introduction. (laughs) One does not have freedom if anyone else, especially a large organization, has power over one, no matter how benevolently, tolerantly, and permissively that power may be exercised. Okay, Uh, one of the great achievements of the doctrinal system has been to divert anger from the corporate sector to the government that implements the programs that the corporate sector designs. Okay. I don't know these either, but um, I got a feeling about that second one. Because <laughs> I, I don't remember. I, it's all blacked out in the names. Yeah, so yeah. Like, I, yeah. yeah. Uh, the question is whether privileged elites should dominate mass communication and should use this power as they tell us they must. 
namely to impose necessary illusions to manipulate and deceive the stupid majority and remove them from the public arena. Fuck. These all sound like See, if it weren't for the remove... So I I swear to God, I don't know which is which. Okay. If it weren't for the remove them from the public... This is fun when I don't know, too. Yeah. uh, The the, the, the remove them from the public arena part is very Kaczynski-ish. But otherwise, I feel like, yeah, mass communication. Yeah, mass communication also... Necessary illusions. I feel like Chomsky talks about illusions. Yeah. Divert anger from the corporate sector. That's Chomsky. It's got Uh, Yeah, the second one's 100% Chomsky. Yeah, yeah. Now I have freedom. This is so much fun when I don't know. (laughs) Man, all right. I'm going to go with the third one. I'm going to say that's that's Teddy. Teddy? Yeah. I'm going to go with the first one. Read the first one again. Yeah, one does not have freedom if anyone else, especially a large organization, has power over one. See, that no part sounds how, like Chomsky. That, yeah. No matter how benevolently, tolerantly, and permissively that power may be exercised. I don't hear Chomsky saying that version of it, but I don't imagine Teddy talking in that passive voice so much, you know? Right. Oh! Benevolently. Yeah. I think oh. I just saw it. I, was, I didn't see it. I was right. Number one's That's Teddy. Teddy. Yeah. Good job, me. I didn't you get a point. This. I feel like I, re- I don't get points. So I, don't get points. <laughs> I have to that be was, the ref. Dude, yeah. I love bringing that back. That was fun. Yeah, was I, um, I meant to have a game ready, and I was like, you know what? We can do old school on this. Plus, that was like 200 episodes ago. Nobody Oh, yeah, this. I don't remember. Yeah, we got new <laughs> listeners. I mean, that was, oh, should I ask you a question? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Oh, I got a question that's timely. So uh, the Super Bowl's all set. All set. All set. Next weekend. If the Chiefs win, uh-huh. do you see, oh, by the way, all this, uh, I don't want to have to play clips in the next show about Taylor Swift because I feel like six months ago I was like, dude, if Taylor Swift endorses Biden, this shit's over. And I then nobody else was saying it. I, th- I know when I said it, you're like, yeah, I feel like that everybody knows that. I think it was more recent than six months ago. I think it was like three. three oh, cool. Months. You're making it sound yeah. like I didn't say it as in advance. <laughs> I really appreciate that help from my co-host. <laughs> Go the other direction. I'm pretty it sure it was a still, year ago, Dustin. It was but, still prophetic. So uh, all I mean is when I said that, you were like, yeah, anybody with a brain kind of knows that, right? Mm-hmm. You did. You, you were kinder than yeah. that. But like, <laughs> I was like, still, nobody is saying this. Like, if, if she endorses someone, that's it. And she's not going to endorse Trump, right? Like, Yeah. She so, has such a massive following that just... Right. And in the she- last week, it's been like fucking every news story. There was a story about... Um, tiktok where they aren't going to have as many of their um song royalties and they're like so we have to talk about taylor swift i was like what the fuck like if you're watching the nfl they're talking about taylor swift like yep. it's just and then and then saw, uh, rub my tummy fucking rhymes with cake goes on and says like you know she's a psyop or whatever and it's like fuck man like i have a shirt that says she's a cia psyop i don't even like that shirt anymore damn it i'm glad i wore that here more recently than that like that's probably what you're thinking about the more recent alan yeah probably was a year ago like just it's it's so dumb like it's just so dumb like i i don't i don't know what to say i actually had more of a thought but if 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 i feel like i was building that up to something this now seems anticlimactic but if the chiefs win oh i know all i was gonna say is like i just i don't it's it's just obviously a uh, an undercutting of her inevitable endorsement. Like if I could recognize that and talk about it on the show casually, they're right. looking at it saying, at what point in the campaign? When is the maximum moment of her trying to persuade people 
And where can we intercept that and kneecap her inevitable endorsement, which it will be anyways. So there's a story going around that 18% of Swifties said they would vote for anyone that she told them to vote for. And hmm. it's like, okay, if that's 1% of the population, that'll tip an that's, election. That, yeah. So they're trying especially, to bring that down to 0.5%. Right. Especially as tight as the electoral is tight. in the U.S. Tight. Yeah. So, so like, it's it's clever. And, like, in a, in a sense, I'm like... Wow, as I felt like that was inevitably going to sway an election, they're like, when she's at her apex, let's cut her down a little bit and see if that lowers the total peak, you know, to stop the spread, right? You got to lower the curve or whatever that phrase was. Fucking spread it. Yeah, spread um, it. So if, if, I mean, do, if, Kel, if Kelsey, if the, if the Chiefs win, does Kelsey propose is what I was going to ask you. Oh, yeah, maybe. Hmm. Dude, I saw a video on my Instagram feed today comparing his like end zone dances to her dancing on stage. And I was like, what is happening with our culture? <laughs> you know, what strange. is happening? Cause you said that I was like, Ooh, are they similar? Are they different? In what ways? <laughs> Actually, they kind of lined up with the music. Shut up, Alan. It was, it was set to a Taylor Swift song. Which one? Well. Um, uh, I, uh, I like that. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. It's not that one. I oh. like that one too. Actually. I like, there's a country version of that. I like better than hers. Oh. Somebody but, else uh, singing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, but yeah, culturally, man, this is where we are. I mean, I think there are so many people that are just willing to like drug themselves with this vanilla sort of culture and not deal with the actual. And this is not funny, but, but not deal with the actual zeitgeist of what's really happening politically in this country. They just kind of want to. They want the. Uh, the they want the vanilla. They want the. I don't have to think about it. Uh, it's just. You know, it's yeah, but, but it's not vanilla. It's wrapped in like Rocky Road. Uh, <laughs> talk, chocolate, chocolate chip. I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah, like yeah, they're chocolate, like, yeah. you want some chocolate, chocolate chip, Biden? Chocolate chip. Chocolate, chocolate, chip. chocolate yeah. chip. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did have some. He fo- proposes like after the game, like, like that's what camera. I'm saying. Like if they win, he proposes on the field. Right. Oh, that would be amazing. hundred percent though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm kind of rooting for it. Maybe we should you know have what a, I'm rooting uh, for. What's that? Well, what were you going to say? Because we can do that. I was going to say we should have a poll on the Instagram. And see okay, we should have a poll if he proposes. Yes, yes. Uh, we can have a follow up. Of... Well, what if they break up? So what? If no, they... no, no. You're skipping ahead. What if she <laughs> says no? Oh. <laughs> and then writes the song. Oh god. <laughs> that would just break the internet. Like yeah. it would just. We dude, don't have to... dude. If the NFL was scripted, that yeah. would happen. When that, that doesn't, you'll remember that's all bullshit. If the NFL was scripted, <laughs> it would be fun to watch. Like, I, I, I don't watch the NFL. I like college. Like, it's bo- the NFL is boring. Like, you can't, why would you script something and make it this bad? Yeah, make it more WWE. Come on, man. Yeah. Oh, we're talking here. about Vince McMahon. I forgot. I was supposed <laughs> to open the show with this. Nope. We're going out with this one. This was supposed okay, to be right. a show opener. I even all highlighted right. it and put it here. Did you did you hear about Vince McMahon's lawsuit? You didn't have it in the headlines. Uh, I know that he's been sort of me too'd for a while. I don't. Know yeah, one of the idea. people that he settled with, I think that or that signed an NDA with him, is suing him. And it's like, well, why did I pay you all that hush money? <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure was Trump's argument. Did you see he put a, he has a mustache now? Vince McMahon, the owner of WWE. I did not. He has a mustache. It's one of those like pencil mustaches, like not a Hitler. It's a it's long. It covers the whole lip. Well, it goes like a, it laterally covers the lip, but it starts you know right there, about a quarter inch above the lip. Right, like okay. old school, like a movie star. So like why that. don't we name some people it looks like? Thrash said it looks like Vincent Price, which is convenient because his name's Vince McMahon. But a Vincent right. Price one, right? Right. I uh, I call Marcel it, Proust. I don't Marce- okay, <laughs> what about Walt Disney? Oh, yeah. More, Alan, yeah. more like Walt Disney. Am I right? <laughs> am I right? 
I've got an idea. This is this is from. Uh, we'll just go with uh, we'll call, listener RC sent this in. Okay, he's got an idea for a, a nudist themed, a, a nudist resort themed park. A nudist resort theme park. Theme park. Okay. A nudist resort theme park, and it's related to that. So roller coasters, but you're naked. Okay. Sure. I mean, I don't know if we have to have roller coasters. There's different kinds of theme parks, but sure. Yeah. A nudist resort that you buy tickets to and go to for a day or a weekend with your family, <laughs> the kids, you know. That sounds pretty gross. Disneyland. <laughs> You cannot put enough chlorine in that water. <laughs> All right, bye. Talk to you <laughs> in a couple of days, bud. Have a good week. When a guy's banging you, y'all let me in his damn house. Oh, my God. Come in the name of peace. L-M-F-A-O. What in the world is this? Is Kevin McCarthy a moron? And if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady. Cat turd. I will not suffer this harlot. <laughs> How great an anti-American Marxist. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Read the news. China is asshole. God bless the United States. <laughs> now this is podcasting.